Hi, I'm Emma. And I am Jenny. And this is Have You Heard Of. It's the podcast where two best friends finally hold each other accountable for all of those pop culture recommendations we keep giving each other. This month it's been not so spooky October, and it's Jenny's pick this week. Yes, I will be talking about Halloween Town. But before that, Emma. I have a spotlight swap that I'm going to think of in three, two, one. It's not hot out anymore. I am actually partially sad about this because I hate being hot, but when you're in the summer, you can like dream of it being cooler. And then there's like a good two week period where it's still hot, but it's not so hot that your skin is sliding off of your bones. Mm, yeah. Um, And then you just think, but you're like, you've been hot for so long that you think the perfect days of hotness are going to last forever. And they don't. But I don't mind that the hot days are over now because my apartment building heat has been on and my air conditioning has been off. So even though it's been the perfect hot outside, it's been a swamp inside. Yes. Today it is gray. It is cool. I went outside and I was cold even though I had a jacket. And then I came home, and it was perfect and cozy, and yeah. it's like that crisp October weather. Hell it's yeah. It's that crisp October weather that I crave, and my apartment is cozy. I'm cozy. I can wear <laughs> sweaters again. I can wear socks. I actually don't like wearing socks, but I can wear socks as part of my outfit. Yeah. And it's comfortable. I know. I love when it's, it's finally cozy weather from like summer especially like this past summer apparently you were saying it was super hot in toronto so it's always okay it wasn't this summer i didn't realize this about toronto it's always hot in the summer it's always so hot in the summer and sometimes i'm into it sometimes i'm like yes i'm at the beach it's 30 degrees but not right now because it's a pandemic and or i am but it's a whole thing and it was so hot this summer. It was so hot. And I just don't do well in heat. I'm not a warm person. I get sweaty really easily. Same. I think I was always like that. But I don't think I was aware of it until I met you and you also talked about how sweaty you are all the time. And then I was like, nice. It's not I am, just me. I am my own little furnace. I like sleep with a fan all year round. And I will always rather be cold than to be warm. But I am always warm, so it's just who I am now, I guess. It's so funny, though, because I often complain about being too cold a lot of the time. When we went to Florida in February, but it was still Florida, I did wear jeans and a turtleneck one day without complaint. I was really comfortable that entire day. There was a reason, because we were Disney bounding, and it fit your costume. (laughs) I know, but you were also in tank top and shorts, and you were warm, and I was in my jeans and a turtleneck, and I was the perfect temperature. (laughs) That's true. Just just so people know, we were dressed up as Joy and Sadness. And it, we met Joy and Sadness. That was really cute. And it was great. Except it was also like the first Disney characters I met. And I kind of forgot that they couldn't talk, but I could talk to them. So I ended up mouthing words like I was in the background of a high school production of Hello Dolly. So I was moving my mouth, but like not even mouthing real words to sadness. I can only imagine what the person inside the suit thought. Probably not very much. Probably the, happened to them a lot. But I was yeah. just like, like a Muppet. I the photos that the photo past um person or the photo past cast member was taking are great because me and Joy are like talking and it's great and then you just see Emma and Sadness yeah. in the background and you guys are just like huddled together. <laughs> 
emotional. We're just having a really, I'm literally touching my forehead to her. God, take me back to when I could just place my forehead against a Disney suit that had been touched by many other grubby hands already that day. And you were like, like, hello. I forgot that their heads were solid. So every time you met a character, oh my God, I know. Like, I, went to, I was like, sadness looks so sad. I'm going to embrace you. Then I just bonked my head really hard. Also, I wore foundation, which is a mistake in Florida because I don't set my makeup. And when we hugged Baymax, I don't know if I told you this. I made us leave really quickly because I got foundation smudge on Baymax. And then we left and Baymax had like a little beige streak. And I was like, I need to leave immediately. I had no idea that happened. That's hilarious. I was like, oh no. I know we're in the photo and I'm like, I got to put my head in front of where I hugged Baymax so no one can see. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what a riot anyways I love cold weather I'm really living for this cold weather I agree mm. speaking of cozy I guess <laughs> um, I was like, speaking of sweater weather but actually I don't think anyone in this movie wears sweaters they're too hip yes um, so we're going to be talking about Halloween Town um, we're just going to be talking about the first movie the first one came out in 1998. Um, it did eventually become a franchise with three other movies. And so it's four movies in total. And yeah, Halloween Town is a decom, which is, Emma, do you know what a decom is? A Disney Channel original movie. Hell yeah, darling. Hell didn't yeah. know that until I met you. <laughs> Actually, if I'm being honest, didn't know that until like a year ago because I did think it was Disney comedy. Oh, yeah. For a long time. It is Disney but Channel original movies. It's Disney Channel original movie. Yes. Um, there are 106 DCOMs out there. And I have seen a lot of them. <laughs> I have seen... This is my seventh one that I've seen. I've seen... Because I don't count High School Musical 3 as a DCOM because it, it was on the Disney Channel. So I, I've seen the first two High School Musicals. I have seen all three Descendant movies... And I have seen the first Zombies movie. And, and now Halloween Town. You've also seen another one. And I've seen Teen Beach. Hell yeah, you did. <laughs> I love Teen Beach. Uh, um, yeah, so decoms are pretty great. Um, living in Canada, for the longest time, we didn't necessarily have the Disney Channel. We had Family Channel, which was the Disney the Channel. same thing. <laughs> it, was, it was the same thing. Except for we had some like Canadian original shows and stuff like that. And we would get, like, series way later than they would premiere in the States. So we didn't get, like, Zack and Cody until, like, a bunch of years later. But still, Disney shows. And this is probably, like, the first Halloween movie that I can remember ever watching that I enjoyed and that I constantly watch. I watch this movie every year. It's, It's this and, like, Hocus Pocus are, like the two main films that I will watch every single year because it's, it has a good balance of charm and innocence and it still fits really well with the theme of Halloween. I feel like Hocus Pocus had like, okay, so I saw Hocus Pocus when I was little. I didn't watch the Halloween town movies because I just didn't. I like didn't watch the Disney Channel. I was talking with a friend, and they kept last weekend, and they kept referencing things. And I was like, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. And this is my friend's roommate, actually. And then finally, the roommate was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because I watched exclusively 
two shows on the Space Channel and game shows from the 70s. And that's yeah. all I watched until I was like 16 years old, 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I did watch Hocus Pocus when I was little. And my family and I wouldn't watch it like every Christmas. But it was when we're like, if I was every Halloween, <laughs> if I was in choice video the rental place mm. in my hometown then we and i in october and i saw it, then we would get it but i and i but i distinctly also like remember when hocus pocus like kind of became a thing like i feel like it's definitely picked up popularity yeah. and like it was always like a cult classic but i wouldn't even call it really a cult classic anymore it's it's just like a yeah. classic like so people watch it there's like this whole kind of cult around hocus pocus and i feel like that is slowly building up for halloween town as well where there are a lot of people who watched it loved it remembered it watched it every year but now they're spreading it like it follows to the people that they yeah. know exactly because that that was the thing with um specifically this movie i would watch it every year because we had cable and i remember like looking in advance when it would be on so i would watch okay it. this is like a this was appointment viewing yes or i could if i was lucky rent it from the library and Ooh. that was true until this year when it became accessible on Disney Plus. Ah. Before now, I, no joke, I have a tendency to go into like record stores and have, sell movies and all those places and always ask, like, do you guys have Halloween Town? <laughs> and they'd be like, no. And they've never have. I no. It. And it's, it's a very hard thing to find for some reason. And sometimes you'd be like, oh no, but we have like Halloween Town High. And I'm like, that's not the one I want. I just want the first the one. Same. Just the first one. And I remember, like, trying to be strategic and trying to put a hold on it and then not picking up the holds that until, like, I could get it so I could actually watch it on Halloween. And it was, like, but I, I remember that stressing out. That is a out. classic <laughs> library patron technique, and I commend you for it. Sometimes it's frustrating because you have a really hot item that you know there's a long wait list for. Yes. But I have absolutely also done that where, I, okay, I'm like, okay, the holds are good for two weeks. So if I put a hold on it this day, then it becomes available this day. And I pick it up on the last possible day. Yeah. Then you, like, want to stretch it out. I'm pretty sure either last Halloween or the Halloween before – I had it and it was due on Halloween and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I, I want to watch it on Halloween, but it's due on Halloween. So <laughs> I was stressed out all Halloween because I, I was like, my record, it's not, it doesn't matter. Um, and I went to, I, I went early in the morning to drop it off before. <laughs> and you put it in the Dropbox. I was going to say, yeah. Jenny, what you have to do is you have to go to the library before it opens and put it in the Dropbox. And that's what you did because you're a professional. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this movie is, I also, it's, I feel like it can reach so many different people because it's not, it's themed very well. And it it is a great example of how Halloween, October movies don't have to be scary it also, like, commits to being, and I say this with great, as a great compliment, to being ugly. Like, mm. I, I, like, if I listed the decoms I watched, I very clearly, and, like, even those are all watched things I watched in my 20s. Like, even really the high school musicals I watched mm -hmm. for, like, the first time when I was 18. Oh, no, I said the first one. Okay, anyways, we won't get into my high school <laughs> right now. But, like, I got into – I've only really watched the later DCOMs that seem like they'd be really fun. I don't really have an attachment to other other DCOMs, mm -hmm. like Xenon Who. Um, oh, I love Xenon. I've never seen Xenon. Oh. Um, 
anyways, in the Descendants, it's it's really slick and mm. it's really it is still very like Disney stylized. Like you've got all the layers, you've got these really bright colors. This like yeah. this, it's like a really candy colored like look. This one is just warmer and softer, and it's mm. like like even in the Descendants, the Beast is still like even when he beasts out, is still very refined, yeah. where this is like, nah, man, we're wearing, like, it's it's the aesthetic of Halloween, but, like, not a, I don't know, like, it's it's not afraid to be ghoulish, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and- things are, like, looking weird. It's it's witches, but not sexy or flirty witches. I feel weird about, like, saying sexy witches in, like, a kid's context. I don't think Disney would ever mm. do sexy witches, but it's not pretty witches. It's, like, like, I don't know. I it's, see it. bulbous noses and stretched faces and werewolves that are just existing like it's fun it's really really fun yeah i agree with you that a big premise of the film is that you can't judge what's on the outside and that what's on the inside could be completely different because they talk about oh like they're scary or they're mean it's like no they're not they're actually like very nice people like that what's on the outside has nothing to do with like who they are as people so i like that they had like some of the big costumes and there's a scene when they're doing aerobics in a gym and they have all the dog people and they're just sweating away and they're doing all the things. Like, good and, for you. Right? Good and it's, for you. And it's just fun. And like the whole premise, I guess, I was reading up that, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was the director or the writer, but their stepdaughter asked them what happens to all the Halloween creatures after Halloween's done. And then that came up with Halloween Town. And originally, NBC bought it, and they didn't end up doing anything with it. And so then Disney ended up picking it up, which apparently they passed on it originally. And so Disney ended up picking it up, and then they changed it a bit to make it more like whimsical and goofy and not as scary. And I think this works really well as a Disney film of like family-friendly and... Um, but they also, with the classic way that film is, they still have some good morals or good, like, one-liners that it could really get to a child, could really, like, resonate with someone, which I'm like, yeah, th- that would be real cool. And apparently they filmed this movie in, like, four to five weeks. Like, it was a really quick movie. That tracks like, for, like, a, for a, a TV movie. Yeah, and they filmed it in, most of it in St. Helens, Oregon. A fun thing about that is that, like, that town has so much pride about being the film's location for Halloween Town that every October they have the Spirit of Halloween Town Festival for the entire month. And they, like, decorate it like the movie, and they have, like, vendors and food, and you can actually spend the night at, um... At Aggie's house because it's an Airbnb. Nice. I'm like, oh, that would nice. be so cool. That would be so cool. Um, I also saw that the girl who plays Marnie has an Etsy shop now. Yes, yes, yeah. She it, that's based Which mainly I think is on very Halloween cute. Town. Yeah, yeah. I, she also it's really think... cute. Just like paintings. I think that her and her friends do and like prints and stuff. I was like, yes. Yeah, Get that they money, have girl. shirts that say "Being normal is vastly overrated." Yeah, she's really cool. I I used to watch this YouTube group called Thingamo Vlogs that was like a Disney vlogging channel a while ago. They don't do it anymore. Um, but she was sometimes on it. 
And she also has her own YouTube channel. And I'm like, that's so cool. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I um, know. Like, it's, it's, like, if you have to, you know, have an iconic role you played as a child, this is a good one to have. I'm like, there's nothing embarrassing in this. This is just like, this is a good movie. Like, okay, this is, I really enjoyed Halloween Town. I'm absolutely going to be watching this every fall. But, like, (laughs) and this isn't a slight to other GCOMs. But the acting in this is really good. Like, it just feels very different than de- other decoms that I've seen where it just, even though, like, yes, they're in Halloween Town, it feels very natural and everyone feels, like, true to being 13 or mm. 10 or 7 or however old they are. Like, it's just everyone in this feels like a family and it's it's, I'm really impressed with the child actors of, like, just how genuine and sweet they are. Yeah, like, I all agree. the acting in this movie is really good. I love the family dynamic that's happening of like the main group of kids. There's three of them. There's Marnie, who is the main character, and then there's Dylan, who is the younger brother, who is thinks all this magic is hocus pocus, <laughs> or is like I was like, you gotta say it, Shug. <laughs> and he's like, you should be into trees, Arbor Day. Come on. And <laughs> I'm like, that's a bad holiday. Nobody celebrates Arbor Day. I thought people always pull that out. And I'm like, Dylan, if you wanted to convince her, just be like, get really into Christmas. Get really into the 4th of July. Get really... Like, you have to pick yeah. one of the ones people actually celebrate, bro. <laughs> yeah. It is very sibling energy. <laughs> and then we have Sophie, who is the youngest, who is, like, fairly quiet, but, like, interesting at the same time. Because she's starting to, like, get some magic abilities that no one's noticing. And she's just like, yeah. I'm cool. And you're like, I, you are cool. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Shall we get into it? Shall we get into the movie? Sure. Yeah. Um, another thing to mention is um, Debbie Reynolds is in this film. And an icon. And a true ultimate icon. And I, like, this is the role that I know her as. So, like, she's always in my mind. Just I think like, it's someone that, like, a lot of people know her as. Yeah. And so she's just this, like, accepting, supportive grandma. And I'm like, yes! Yes, you are! <laughs> I care for you! And also, like, powerful. Um, yes. I loved Aggie. I just love seeing Debbie Reynolds. Like, huge part of my childhood. Albeit not in Halloween Town, but then seeing her in this, I was like, I feel safe knowing that she is here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the beginning plot is it is Halloween and um, this family is not allowed to go for Halloween and their mom, um, whose name is Gwen, is like, no, you're not going to be having going up for Halloween. We don't want anything to do with magic or candy or ghosts or witches. And Marnie's like, come on, I'm 13. I'm practically an adult. And <laughs> they're like, no, you're not going to go out. Um and you don't really know why their mom is really upset about that or very strict with that. And then their grandmother, Eggie, comes for a visit on a bus. A mysterious bus. That... <laughs> okay, so I read um, a lot of advice columns on the internet to pass the time. And recently there was one that I was reading where it was a person being like, I just spent the weekend with my best friend who's married and has two children. I noticed that during the weekend, her and her husband often disagreed about things and were communicating very well. Is it okay if I call her and give her parenting advice, even though I'm not a parent? And the, oh. the advice columnist was like, 
absolutely do not do that. Do not do that. They know already. They know they should be communicating more. Do not do that. So I, I do not have any children. I'm about to give Gwen some parenting advice. <laughs> I understand that Gwen does not want her children involved in magic or Halloween or to go to Halloween town. I have to say, like, if you're going to keep your kids away from something as enticing as Halloween, you have to make it fun. You have to be like, we don't celebrate Halloween, but we're going to watch our favorite movies and have breakfast for dinner night in our PJs. And so she's just like making them all, they're all just standing at the window, like the poor little match girl, but on the (laughs) inside, like hands to the glass being like, please, mama, please, here we go play with our peers. And she's like, no. And I'm like, Gwen, you want them to stay and make it fun, but then we wouldn't have a movie. Exactly. And also, we probably have a movie, anyways. But I was just like, I think. No, I I, I completely agree. And yeah, you find out that like they're from Halloween Town, but she she came to the mortal world and she married a human, and they wanted yes, and she wanted to raise her kids quote normal unquote. And which was one one thing I want to bring up that I I was saying that like. The four movies we brought forward all kind of, like, have a similar theme of, like, be your weird, unique self. Like, every single movie we talked about. So, like, Over the Garden Wall, it's, like, he thinks he's being weird playing clarinet and, like, liking poetry. It's like, no, just be yourself and it's fine. And then... Oh, it is pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm bullying Wirt from across time. (laughs) Um, And then what we do in the shadows is, like... Like, they're all completely different, but you're, like, they just got to be their authentic selves. And, like, that's just who I am. And then with the clock, the house with the clock at its walls, was that was pretty much the theme of, like, show your weirdness, be yourself. And then in this Halloween town, it's, like, no embrace who you are. And I think that's such a big thing of why Aggie is, like, is so important to her grandkids is because they feel seen for the things that they find that they're being told they're weird, but she's like, no, support that. You, you know what like hieroglyphs are? Do you know this? Like, that's so cool. And I'm like, yes, support your kids. <laughs> support your kids. Also, I had a grandmother who only showed up once a year when she did, she brought a suitcase full of candy and let me eat it all immediately. I would also be a really big fan, but also yeah. all the stuff about supporting your children as well is very true. And I think it also speaks to why people in general are so drawn to Halloween and like why this is a recurring theme in Halloween centric movies of it. It's like, when you put on a costume, you remove your inhibitions, you get to be your authentic weird mm. self because by being someone else. And I think that's like a fun thing about yeah. the holiday. Um, so when their grandmother's going back home, they sneak onto the bus because she overheard that she has, that um, Marnie has se- like secret witch powers. And she's like, wait, what? I'm going to figure this out. And um, I, Marnie is so bold like marnie is just a really fun character she's a very good 13 year old she's also just so bold look marnie i am sorry but you are not going out on halloween why i have my reasons and i will explain them to you when you're taller mom you've been saying that for like my whole life okay it's just one night what is the big deal um it does seem a little unfair I mean, seeing as how Marnie likes weird stuff so much. Yeah, Halloween is, like, made for her. Skeletons, witches, vampires. You know, she spends our whole math class drawing ghosts in her notebook. Guys! You have this opening fight with her mother, 
where she wants to go out to a Halloween party with her friends. Um, and she says, like you said, like, I'm 13, I'm old enough to make my own decisions. And what I love is that when her friends immediately are like, is there an age for that? And the answer is no, I'm not old enough to make my own decisions. No, um, but like Marty is just so bold and confident. And I love that. Like there's no her wanting to fit in more with her friends. Like she wants to go to the party because her friends are going, but it's not like, oh, I wish I was, I wish I was like could fit in better i wish i could get this like this these girls to like me or this cute boy to notice me um she's like no i have a very strong taste in very weird things and mom you will accept this and she's yes. like it's so fun like when she meets aggie and i like too is like the, the aggie brings a book about halloween town and they open up to a page where there is a young witch on a broom and Sophie, the little sister, says, that looks like you. And it, like, it doesn't really. It's an illustration of a young witch. But I love that, like, everyone knows how much Marnie loves spooky things. They're like, oh, yeah, it does look like you. You're right. Yeah. Apparently, they actually got, like, an artist to draw it to kind of look like her. But it also could be just any generic witch. It's, like, kind of looks like her. But, yeah, it's it's good. It's, like, like the, is it? Is it a coincidence? Is it? Is it her? (laughs) Is it? And the grandma, like, Aggie is so sly of how she's, like, trying to get, like, she's had arguments with her daughter. She's like, just tell them a story and then you have to leave because you can only travel here on Halloween. She's like, okay. And then she's like, yeah, like, I'll just tell him a story. And then she keeps reading it. And then she's like, did you know you could? And then the daughter's like, mother? <laughs> Shit. Mama. <laughs> oh. It's also so perilous. Like, it's Marnie's 13th Halloween. And if she doesn't start her most which is finish their training on their 13th Halloween. If Marnie doesn't start by that night, she'll lose her magic powers forever. I was like really afraid the whole movie that part of this was going to be like, Marnie doesn't have magic powers and she has to accept that and be like, I can still be myself even without magic. It kind of touches on it a bit because you keep seeing the younger sister, Sophie. Yeah, I know. I was, like, really worried. So, like, yeah, you see Sophie's powers are, like, just coming in, so they're pretty strong because she doesn't even know that she has them. So it's just like, oh, I want a cookie, and the cookie starts floating to her behind her her head. And so I thought – I really thought I was, like, is part of the plot going to – and, like, Sophie is the one who, like, remembers things, which we'll talk about later on. And I was like, is Sophie going to be the only witch in the family? And like how, like, I think that would be an interesting thing where it was like sibling jealousy and Marnie has to like be a witch without being a witch. And then I, it could be interesting, but I was not interested in seeing it. I was not ready to see Marnie be sad because I'd been watching this movie for 10 minutes and I already liked her so much. And so I was so relieved when she could do magic. Like what you were saying earlier, like the acting is so good. Like everything is so believable of It's really good acting, guys. It's really good child acting. It's really good child acting. I agree. very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They go through all the waves of emotions and it's just so believable that these are children who are way like above their head there's so many things happening and but they are still doing what they think is right and wanting that need to be heard and understood is the driving force of them being like no i'm gonna go and see where she's going and it's just so fun Ah. It's such like also good to like the older two, Dylan, the little brother, and Marnie sneak off and they get to Halloween Town. And Sophie is there, and I was really excited about that too because you already seen Sophie can do magic at this point. And I was like, oh, I guess Sophie comes back in the sequels. No, she just also snuck along, which is also a very sibling thing. 
Yeah. Also, movies that get siblings right. It's very right? important that you get siblings. <laughs> well, they're even like, but you were asleep. She's like, I was pretending. Like, obviously. No. <laughs> um, yeah, we get to Halloween Town, and it's just so fun. I have discussed this with Emma, I think. I think I've discussed this with you of how, like, when I make D&D characters, I like to make characters that are not stereotypical of what their class should be. So, Mm. like, I made a bard who is a Goliath, or I've made a, like, a, a small gnome who is, like, a warlock, but it actually thinks they're a druid. Like, all these types of things. And... I think that is really fascinating in Halloween Town when you have all these creatures that in society we think are evil or that they have preconceived ideas of what this should be. And it's like, no, like, there's, like, a dog man who is, like, a hairdresser and he's, like, really cool. And then there's a ghost who's, like, just pretty chill. And it's, I love to see that contrast of ideas and just seeing these creatures like in what we do in the shadows, doing domestic things like going grocery shopping or like going to like, oh, I'm doing some volunteer work at the headless shelter. Like it's just... Okay, so they introduce Harriet. A, I did some volunteer work at the headless shelter. I made the muffins. Didn't even think about it. They don't have, they can't eat them. They don't have any mouths. A, very funny. B, I was like, Harriet is the villain. Harriet is clearly <laughs> the villain in all of this. She's like clearly an evil woman, which I think also didn't speak. I was like, am Oh no, it speaks to my preconceived notions about witches, but I was like, she's too nice. She's gotta be evil. Um, I took my notes on my phone while I was watching, and it just says, fight Harriet. <laughs> um, she's not. She's a perfectly very lovely witch. So yes. sorry, Harriet. Sorry for Harriet. <laughs> um, I think it's always also something interesting there. And like, again, like it's just a really fun, it's a very like appealing story for kids where it's like all the things that you're afraid of are actually really nice and there's a magical land where they all live and it's just like your home but magical and again everyone's nice and they look cool and it's so it's very fun there's also something very appealing of like anyone who said anything mean about you you get to live in a town where they don't exist where they're not even Mm. they're not even there you just get to be your certified authentic self yeah, and it's very and they, appealing. You just be like, you just they, get to go live in a world where it's just for you. Yeah, and they kind of touch on like why it happened. Of like back in the dark ages, like people saw us and like the humans thought we were bad, and so they were bad to us. So we, in response, were bad to them, and then we realized like, no, we need to have our own place where we were accepted. And so they made Halloween Town, so they can just be their glorious, magical, mythical selves, and not have to worry about all these judgments which they get into late in the later series um and it's just Mm. it's such a fun idea of there's this whole other land that everything especially like for marnie who's interested in all these things there's a whole other land that she is accepted in and it is real and she can be a part of and it's very compelling yes i agree um, they also have, like, great, like, subtle humor in this. Like, Eggie is trying to make this potion, and she has, like, instant... Instant witch's brew? <laughs> and she puts it in the microwave under bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble, and it's so good. 
I know, and I was just like, ooh. And then, and then it doesn't work for her magic spell, and she's like, should have made it from scratch. And I was like, sometimes a mix is good, but this is not one of those times. The mix is for convenience only. No. Yes, so the whole reason, aside from wanting to train her granddaughter, that Eggie has come to the mortal world and gone back to Halloween Town is because there is something bad happening in Halloween Town, or people are going yes. missing, turning evil, and then going missing. It's mm-hmm. like a double whammy of suffering. Um... <laughs> And so we also meet, and then we meet Calabar, who is the mayor of Halloween Town. Yes. And I'm going to tell you my notes about Calabar in order of the plot when we get to that point. So my first note was Calabar and, Gl- Calabar and Gwen, dot, 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 I smell romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's um, like, oh, is your mother here? And they're like, no. Is Gwen here? And I was like, oh, him and Gwen used to date. Mm-mm. Um with Gwen is the mom. Gwen is the mom. She's trying her best. She made some bad decisions about keeping the truth from her children, but she's trying her best. And again, this woman is just like, seems kind. And I'm like, you're a good mom who's trying her best. But <laughs> um, anyway, it's going to be Calabar. <laughs> also support your kids, which she comes to. She's trying her best, and that means you're doing your best with room to improve, yeah. and she continues to try, so she does. Um, That's true. Anyway, so we meet Calabar, who's the mayor of Halloween Town, and very interested in the three young Cromwell youths. Yes. <laughs> um, we meet Luke, who is a young creature of undetermined origin who I... recently got a nose job apparently i used to have the biggest crush on him as a kid oh, i don't man. know why i thought he was like charming looking i don't know why but i used to i've been like Ooh, i mean luke <laughs> i saw it and i was like mm, this is the worst that 1998 fashion has to offer this poor young lad so i did not watch as a child so i have none of those feelings uh, but i was just like mm, that's some unfortunate hair <laughs> And we meet a, a skeletal cab driver. Yes. And then we re-meet Harriet, who has now gone slightly feral. Yes. So we meet her because they try to go and get some ingredients to make, like, the actual witch's brew to re- reinstall, uh, not reinstall, to light up this talisman that is going to help them defeat Merlin's the talisman. Yes. And so they're going around town, but then they get distracted and they're like, oh, broom shopping and all that fun stuff. And yeah, so we meet Harriet again and she's evil and they're like, oh no. And so they the have to go. The broom like, salesman. The broom salesman is played by yeah. Kenneth Choi, okay. um, who is well known for playing one of the howling commandos in Captain America and the principal oh. at Peter Parker's school in Spider-Man. I did not even put that together. That dude. Well, you can't recognize him because he's got... You think he's, like, credited as broom salesman creature? They don't even determine what creature he is. He is a He's creature. definitely, like, a werewolf. Right. Or something. But he's, like, purple. Yeah, Did I... Did I imagine it? Anyway. The costumes are so fun in this, and they filmed this in, like, midsummer. So, so apparently they're, that... like, dying of heat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it'd be so stinky. But they're very <laughs> colorful. It's not, like, yeah. your green, gray Halloween palette. It's your rich, lush fall palette which i think is also part of why this movie has like become so popular as we get more into the aesthetics of things of like it's not 
it's not a washed out spooky color palette. It's this very lush, like fall leaves mm. or f- fall leaves are falling. Yeah. You're, it's pumpkins. Exactly. It's all of those good. It's candles. It's all those good things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they go and talk to the mayor again. My next notes, Calabar evil? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I know. I also wrote down, if someone in a movie says, after you've told them something worrying, and they said, don't worry about it, you should stop I'll looking look into, into it. it. They have definitely done it. <laughs> they, they're evil. They're evil. Like, they're evil, man. They're evil. And we also, we're kind of like, this is not the correct timeline, but like, because this was after they did the brooms, but before this happened. But anyway, um, their mom actually ends up coming to Halloween Town and is like, we need to leave. Gwen, Gwen has a fun scene where she's like, Gwen has arrived. She wants to take her kids back. She has a bit of a tiff with her mom. And she's like, mom, you need to respect my parenting choices. Um, mom, I'm trying to set boundaries, even though these boundaries are misplaced out of insecurity about my own upbringing. Um, we would really do well in some family therapy, I think. This made me realize that I'm like, Gwen needs to appreciate, like, Marnie. But then I'm like, Aggie needs to appreciate Gwen. Because that is also, like, a parent-child relationship. And it's also not going well. So, everyone just needs to respect each other. They do, exactly. They need to talk about these things because... Um, Gwen is coming from a place of fear about being treated as strange and doesn't want that for her daughter, but Marnie wants to be strange. And so you see Gwen, like, want to support her daughter, but not want to support her enough to teach her magic. And then Maggie, so it's like, yes. So then it's like, this is a good movie for being like, we need to work together as a family unit. We need to work together as a family and talk about it. So like, because otherwise we are all coming out of a place of anger. Um, anyways, you have Gwen being like, mom, I'm taking my kids back home. There's a, a good bit about them trying to buy a bus ticket from a two-headed uh, bus so bus fun. ticket salesman. Yeah. Is that what the, is that what the cha-cha was called? Um, and then Gwen is like, uh, Gwen in like very peak suburban mom mode goes like, I'm going to go to the mayor and get this <laughs> bus leaving right now. And then my next note, Caliban evil, but still romance? Question mark, question mark, question mark. You mean Calabar? Calabar. Why do I keep... Oh, Caliban. I'm sorry. I meant Calabar. <laughs> sorry, okay. Shakespeare. I'm sorry, Halloween Town. Yeah, I, and then we have, like, his secretary that has all, like, the pins and stuff on her, and she keeps making a bunch of, like, needles and pin jokes, and I'm like, oh, I love her. And then, uh, Eggie, after her fight with her daughter, is like, I have to save Halloween Town. And then... She Luke is like the villain wants to talk to you, and yeah. you find out that Luke is a toady working for the villain, and they mm-hmm. go to the old closed down movie theater. Um, and the villain is there, and he's and turning all... the people of Halloween Town into statues. And the evil guy, which looks a lot like the scarecrow, the like the villain from Batman, like with the kind of like a like scarecrow like mask thing. Is like, Indeed. give me the talisman. And she's like, never. I am a Cromwell. I am one of the most powerful witches ever. And so he, like, sh- throws some, like, magical energy at her. And then Luke is like, dude, you said you weren't going to hurt her. And he's like, ah. He's like, ah, I'm out of here. And runs. And then all oh, of the like, fi- rest of the putts can't believe you <laughs> fell for that. I know. And then all the Cromwells, like, run in. And then both 
Eggie and Gwen get stuck in and time. Gwen are doing their spells. But then I was like, Gwen, you haven't been practicing your magic. If you had been training your daughter like you were supposed to, your magic skills would be better right now. Gwen? Yes. Ugh. And then there's a great line where Margie wants to stay and, like, help. And then her brother is like, you can't help them if you don't save yourself. And it's like, yes, yeah, that is very And I true. was like, <laughs> okay, like, if we're talking about familial relationships, it's like, Gwen needs to heal herself before she can help her mother or her daughter. Marnie needs to take care of herself. It's, like, good about, like, prioritizing yourself and setting up boundaries, but also being an open communicator. Halloween town. <laughs> setting up healthy family dynamics. Ooh. <laughs> right? Like, I feel like, right. I feel like, like, I feel like people are like, Emma, you need to dial back. Don't dig. Don't dig so deep. Don't be so nitpicky about children's entertainment. And I'm like, this is what kids are, not me. This is what some kids are watching when they're very little. This is important yeah. for them to see this. You don't even realize exactly. you're seeing it until you do. Right? Like, subconscious care for yourself like agenda i'm all here for so you so like if you want to help others you gotta help yourself because burnt out turned into a statue not gonna do no good not gonna do anything (laughs) no um and so then the plot goes that they need to now try and find the ingredients for um the witch's brew so they can revive the talisman and so we have this cool like montage type thing when they're trying to get some things like the hair of a dog or they have to get a vampire's tooth. And that's one of my favorite because there's this vampire at the dentist and the dentist is the tooth fairy. And it's like they had to take off the tooth and she's like, yes, I got it. And they have to oh, get man. sweat. I'm so ghost. mad. I can't do some prop work right now. I totally had my tooth on my, tr- my desk earlier today. And then I put it away. <laughs> got a Wisdom tooth pulled tooth. recently. Yes. <laughs> And yeah. then they gave it to me in a bag, and I don't know what to do with it, so it just lives in a bag that moves around my room. <laughs> we all, as well, not as adults, but we all, have, as children, just had, like, a bag of teeth. We're like, I don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? I know. But that, and that's also, like, the montage scene is, A, very fun, because you get to explore Halloween Town, which is the appeal. You're like, I want to I go to Halloween Town. I want to see Halloween Town. And this is, like, the one scene in the movie where the kids actually get to go and meet all these different monsters. Um... And it's also very fun because, like I said before, like the kids will have a really good sibling dynamic where they clearly like love each other because they're family, but and that they are at odds. Where Dylan is very logical, Sophie's just kind of cute and doing whatever, and Marnie is very uh, strong-willed, strong-willed child. Um, but this is where they're all working together and playing each other's strengths. And like when one of them, like they, Marnie is trying to distract the werewolf to. It can get his hair, and it's not working. Dylan's like, keep going, keep going. And then later, he needs to distract a ghost so they can get the sweat. And it's not really working. But Marnie's like, keep going, you can distract him. And then he can't, but yeah. it's okay, because Sophie is there. Yeah. To and tease the ghost. The poor ghost gets teased. Because <laughs> we finally get to see the kids acting on their own. Like, we saw them trying to get to Aggie's house, mm-hmm. so they had that going for them. But now they're like, they have a mission, and these are the things they're going to do. And it kind of reminds me a little bit about in Frozen 2 when the song, like, just do the next best thing, like, take a step, step again, just keep going. And it's like, both of, like, the people they care for are now frozen. What are you going to do? We're just going to do the next thing. And we're just going to do this and see what happens. And when we do it, we'll do it. And you just got to keep going. And it's like, yes, keep going. And then they finally get all the supplies and they do a spell that they don't remember, but then Sophie remembers it and it's all in Welsh. I couldn't figure out actually what the 
translation is, oh. but it's all in Welsh, which is really cool. Um, neat. It's neat. And then they're like, I don't know what to do. So they go back and they kind of like swing it in front of them. Like, I don't know what this means. And um, they decide, they realize that like, hey, like what grandma was saying was that humans see, humans do. And this whole time there's been this giant pumpkin in the middle of town that's kind of been like rotting away as like a jack-o'-lantern. And they're like, oh, like humans see, humans do. We're going to put it in there, which is great because apparently... I think this was before Disney got, or Disney changed the ending. It was going to be something completely different. Apparently it was supposed to be like Marnie had to like go and like walk the talisman into the middle of the forest. Now she was walking. She was like aging rapidly and she had to install it somewhere in the forest. And they I even got so like far. That. To, <laughs> and they got so far to like making like the prosthetics and everything. And then they just didn't end up doing oh. it. Which I'm like, I don't, I like this better. <laughs> this I ending. like this because it's Halloween. Like, it's Halloween town, guys. Walking into a exactly. forest and getting really old has nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> Lighting a big pumpkin? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, maybe the timing, because they kind of talked about how timing in Halloween town is a bit different. Like it could be like a day, it could be a week, it could, which is very Faye Wiley of like, roll the dice, see how long it's been. Um, oh. And... It's quite interesting because you find out who the villain is, which was to no one's surprise. Calabar. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But one thing I think is really interesting is he shows up and he's like, time to get back at the humans who drove us out into Halloween Town. Um, And then all of the... What I think is interesting is there aren't people who are like, you're right. Yeah. They're all like... Bro, bro, it's much better for us that we do not have to think about mortals. Bro, we do prefer this. <laughs> and I think, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, in the context of Halloween Town, it's interesting that, like, no one sides with the bad guy. They do go to the human world, admittedly only on Halloween because of the rules of Halloween Town, but they're, they are just like, no, we have created a, a home for us here, and we have everything we need. And it's just, like, speak to, like, building your communities and supporting yourself and surrounding by yourself with people who love you. They're like, no, why are we going to go yeah. mess with people who won't, who won't respect us? We don't have time for that. And, like, the villain's motivation, like, my X-Men knowledge is kind of not the best, but it kind of reminds me of, like, X-Men, of, like, when pe- the, like, the guy who's like, I want, like, we're mutants and we should be treated, like, more and, like, not put away. So I think he kind of had, like, a similar type of motivation, but, like... Uh, I, say, I was going to say, Magneto is right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But that's I think because that is uh, yes it you are correct. You like, are I correct. haven't seen X Men forever. I just <laughs> to say like because X Men has more ties to like actual historical events. Magneto is correct. Um, I mean ah, not in terms yeah. of like murdering all of the humans, but anyways, yes. yeah. X Men is too damn complicated, and I also only can really speak to X men and x2 x-men evolution is that what no i think it's just called x2 x-men evolution the tv show i've watched all the x-men movies i regret watching a lot of them um <laughs> but i've only seen a few so i don't i don't even the remember x-men lore is too damn complicated so we're not gonna get into that <laughs> <laughs> um so um what ends up happening is that the whole thing is that um marnie has to install the talisman into the jack-o'-lantern Oh, no, 
does that and then her grandma and mom wake up and they go it's and he's like dramatic. so dramatic and then he steals a talisman he's like you think you can defeat me and then we have a beautiful like, no. classic cinematic ending when they all hold hands and they like channel their magic together and this uh, entire time like dylan was like not for it at all and then all of a sudden and like, they're also like the girls are magic and then... yeah no, because he's magic. getting angry, and you see like little like sparks coming from his fingers. Like, it looks like we just added a warlock to the family. He's like, "What?" And <gasps> and it's just good. Like, it's it's it is cliche, but not in a bad way. Where I'm like, I do just want to watch movies about families that love each other saving the day together because they love each other. It's nice. It's a yeah. nice thing to see. You love to I see. I agree. It. There's always a fun thing when it's like, you can do magic now. And you're like, what? Like, the thing that I've been trying to, that I've been shown to be weird is actually my biggest strength. And you're like, yes. Yes. So good. So much fun. Um, this is the type of movie I enjoy. <laughs> Where it is, it definitely has the nostalgia factor for me. Because I watched it since I was a kid. And... I remember like looking forward to it and being like, when is Halloween Town going to air and getting really excited. This one and also Halloween High, Halloween Town High was always on TV. So it was always those two. And where, which was fun, where um, they get a bunch of people from Halloween Town kids to go to high school in the mortal world and Aggie becomes one of the teachers. It's great. Um, a classic, a classic decom. Right? Sounds like and to me. I'm like, I've seen this. I've seen this film before. <laughs> Unfortunately for the last film, um, Kimberly I J. Brown, <laughs> who plays, yeah, she wasn't the main character. Um, and the only reason for that is because she was already filming something, so the scheduling didn't work. Oh, uh, that's a yeah. bummer. Um, although Sarah yeah. Paxton, I really like Sarah Paxton, so please for yeah. her. Yeah. Um, and also, in one of, I think, what is the funniest moments of the movie for me, not this part, but it's like, so then Luke, they defeat Calabar, and Luke goes back to, like, looking like the little real troll that he is. Yeah. Um, and not, you know, seven-year-old Jenny's dream boy. And I don't say that in a mean way. I'm like, um, anyways, and then he's really sad, and they're like, that's okay, Luke, we have a job for you. And Luke becomes the bus driver, and I'm like, that boy is 13 years old. That boy cannot drive a bus. But it's so funny where he's like, I don't have any friends. I'm like, that's okay. We'll put you to work. <laughs> and it's like this fun thing of them all going off. And I'm like, poor Luke. Um, Luke can't uh, drive that bus. Luke doesn't know how to parallel park. I can't drive that bus. I mean, it's magic. So, like, I, I don't know what, if he could do magic, I guess that's all he needs to do. I don't know if he's, I think he's a troll. I don't think he has magic. I like to think that Halloween Town has universal basic income, so everyone who works is working just for fun. Mm. I feel like Halloween Town is further advanced than we are as a society. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, anyway, and then also, 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 Aggie goes to live with them. She decides to spend the year with yeah. them in the mortal world, which is nice. It's like her coming. It's like her being like, I, my daughter loves the mortal world, so I'm going to go with my daughter to see be where yeah. she loves. But also the mom is like, my daughter, Gwen is like, my daughter loves magic, so I'm going to bring my mom so we can teach my daughter magic together. And I was like, this is the right choice for everyone in this home. Yes, yes. I like was a little up. I was like, hopefully she's okay leaving like her world because she's definitely has friend groups and stuff in Halloween. I know. I was also like, your fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like I love, I love fantasy movies. I love sci-fi movies. I love action movies. I can suspend my disbelief like that until it gets to something where I'm like, wait, what about the food in your fridge? How are you enrolled in this school? What is happening? That 13-year-old can't drive the bus. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just cannot turn off that part of my brain. I'm like, there's a bus that can fly and a suitcase that follows you around? A, that's the dream. Would love not to have to carry my own suitcase. Yeah. I'm like, that's no problem. What about the food in your fridge? But also it's magic. It's so like, obviously the food in her fridge isn't going to go bad. Obviously. <laughs> I also like have this theory because when she is in her house all of a sudden she like and the kids are coming she's like someone's coming so she knew it was like is there like a trap thing so she knows or she just has that sense if she just has that sense she knew they followed her onto the bus then she be scheming aggie <laughs> also harriet's okay guys don't worry yes. Harriet's okay she's fine she ends up being okay and it's all great i love her she's yeah to bake muffins for her friends who have met <laughs> I just really like this movie and I think it's definitely a classic that is fun that you can watch anytime and like like during the nighttime and during the day. It's just a nice film to experience. (laughs) I think there are a lot of movies that like you, you watch when you're little and you're able to continue to watch them as an adult. And because you have that nostalgia factor, you remember how much you cared for it. And sometimes it doesn't work, but most of the times it does. And I know, like, I have a friend who's never seen Space Jam and has said very openly, I am never going to watch Space Jam because Mm. everyone I know loves Space Jam and it's not going to hold up for me. And I rewatched Space Jam recently and I was like, you don't have to worry. Space Jam's freaking great. And they were like, no, actually, I'm never going to watch Space Jam because you can't give an honest opinion about how good Space Jam is. And I was like, is Space Jam only good because I watched it as a little child? Mm. No, Space Jam's amazing. It is. We should have given Michael Jordan an Oscar for his revolutionary, groundbreaking work, acting entirely on a green screen with no one. It's yeah. just Michael Jordan and the tunes, guys. But... <laughs> Um, anyways, so I think I did have that fear where I was like, I totally understand why some people love Halloween Town. I've never seen it. I want, there was one Halloween where we were together and you wanted to watch Halloween Town. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to watch a scary yeah. movie. And then I ended up watching Sweeney Todd, which wasn't even that scary, but I'd never seen Sweeney Todd. So it was still a good time. Mm-hmm. And you watched Halloween Town. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. And, but, I was in my room watching Halloween out. Town. I was like, I'm watching it. I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> It all worked out. It yeah. all worked out in time. But this was a real delight for me. Like, honestly, like, the minute it started, I knew I was going to love it no matter what because I do have a nostalgia attachment to Debbie Reynolds. Yes. Um, but I, it just, it started and the music was tinkly and the colors were, were lush and the, the kids looked like kids 
And I was like, this is a nice movie for families. And then also the children started speaking and were good child actors. And and I was just like, oh, this is a good movie. This is why so many people love it. And it was very easy for me to come into it as an adult and be like, I understand why watching this as a young child meant so much to a lot of people. It's not going to mean the same that it does to me, but I am going to love it no matter what. And it was like, like, it was a really nice movie where I was like, I am eating Kit Kats right now. Okay, it's been so hot in my apartment that I bought a box of Halloween candy on Monday, and then I reached in last night to eat some of my little Halloween Kit Kats, and they were melted. No. That's how bloody hot it is in my apartment. So then I put some Kit Kats in the fridge. Yes. Good, <laughs> and then I ate point. my Kit Kats. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, I was like, I want to, I had my like little Christmas lights on. It was very mm-hmm. nice. I know, I, I was a little concerned because I I understand that nostalgic factor wouldn't be included in your enjoyment of the film. And a lot of things I enjoy, a m- big part of it is for nostalgia reasons. And, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yay! It I'm was, glad. It was just a nice movie. It was just nice. And I was like, I, I work in children's entertainment. And I was like, thinking about it, of like, if someone pitched this, would we, we, would we want to greenlight it? Mm. And I was like... I don't know. I mean, but like, yes, is the answer. I was like, if I, if someone pitched this to me and was like, it's, if they were like, Debbie Reynolds is attached, I would be like, absolutely. Yeah. But I was also just like, it's just when you're a little kid, before you get into the spooky and the ghoulish and the macabre, um, Halloween is just about dressing up and eating candy and going outside and doing silly things and that's what this movie is it captures what people love about halloween and it also kind of has that like harry potter feel of all of a sudden like wait i have magical powers and that's always exciting (laughs) and it's a good time yay i'm glad so yeah so final thoughts i was like i i really i didn't know anything about Halloween Town. I remember that night, that faithful Halloween night, however many years ago. And you're like, I'm going to go watch Halloween Town. And I was like, I don't know what that is. But Jamie <laughs> Campbell Bowers and Sweeney Todd, so catch you later. Um, oh, it was 2013 then if I was watching because of Jamie Campbell Bower. Yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> um, that tracks. Um, and then when Demi Reynolds passed away in 2016, and for me, she's always going to be Kathy Selden. But I saw these people being like, Aggie Cromwell was my childhood. And I was like, I don't know what this is from. And I was like, oh, Jenny's talking about Halloween Town. So coming to it as someone who didn't know anything, aside from Debbie Reynolds, played a nice grandma. And then at one point, a child said something like, Halloween is cool. That is all I knew about this movie. And it was predictable and safe and just like soothing to my brain. My brain has felt mm. like it's been microwaved, but then left in the microwave and forgotten about for all week. And this was like... I'm just on the plate in the microwave spinning. <laughs> and it was a really nice time. Wee! Yay! Wee! I know, I'm it was glad. just me. Wee! <laughs> be watching uh. this movie. So if I were to rate it, let me invent a rating system in my brain right now. You said pumpkins yesterday. Um, you could still use pumpkins. I, was gonna, I could use pumpkins. I could use seasonal pumpkins. Uh, if I was rating it... Four out of four wheels on the bus. That's not Halloween related, but there is a bus in this movie. I would rate it five. Four wheels in the steering wheel, baby. Hell yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and you said it would be in your rotation, which is like the best compliment. It is going to be in my rotation. Like I also recently made a, a I want to say gingerbread house. It was a lie. It was made out of Oreo cookies. It was an Oreo cookie branded. Uh, oh. I kept calling it house. It was actually a cemetery. Um, oh. But I recently built that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I wish I had done that while watching this movie. Instead, yeah. I did it while watching New Moon, which was an entirely different experience. I uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, because Jenny and I have are both found ourselves both busy in October and also with the potential of being busy in October without <laughs> yeah. either of us the ability to predict that, we, we knocked these all out. It's October 2nd and we've done the whole month's worth, which is like a really big deal for us. This is the most recorded we've ever done in a short amount of time. Yeah. But I'm really pleased too because it's just gotten me in the headspace for watching Halloween movies. Every year I'm like, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to do this activity. And now I'm like, it's October 2nd. I've watched four out of the four out of four spooky movies that I want to watch and I've also watched Crimson Peak, which we, you will never watch because I will never subject no. you to that. It's a perfect movie, but not for Jenny's. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, this has also just been such a good primer for me where I'm like, I'm going to, oh, you know I'm going to watch Practical Magic this weekend. You know it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's kind of nice to get stuff and like get into the mood of the season and like get the mindset, right? It's, it's so good. for my soul right now. <laughs> Sometimes... Sometimes Emma needs a little break. (laughs) Um, So as I said, this movie gives me some like nostalgic feelings. Um, And also, I also love that idea of realizing that you are like a mythical person or that you have these powers you didn't know. It's always fun. So I've combined both of them together. And what we're going to do, we're going to do two of them. I am going to (laughs) give you... Some BuzzFeed quizzes, which is nostalgic. Oh to my me. god! Oh my god! Are you gonna make me take a BuzzFeed quiz right now? Oh uh, yeah. my god! I'm, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm like reclining. So the first <laughs> one we're gonna do is, um, <laughs> because I, we used to do BuzzFeed quizzes all the time. Um, I still do BuzzFeed quizzes all the time. Sorry. Actually, no. Now I do you quizzes. Mm. Um, so this one is, ever wonder if you're a witch? Answer some questions to reveal all. So do you want to find out if you are a witch? Yes, I'm so sad I don't have a glass of wine right now. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> There's no wine in my home. I can't go get a glass of wine. All um, right, first question. Okay. Pick a place for a coven meeting. A restaurant, the public library, cemetery, or forest? I mean, a restaurant, actually. I was like, not a restaurant. That's too public. But I was like, you can't talk in a library. I don't want to sit in a forest. My butt will get damp or sore. And a cemetery (laughs) is, like, very atmospheric, but also uncomfortable. And, like, people are trying to have quiet moments of reflection there. So a restaurant. We're getting Okay, restaurant. Pick a name. Sally, Serena, Sabrina, Jefferson. Serena. Serena. Okay. Pick a place to live. City, forest, the beach, the suburbs. City. City. Pick a place to eat. I'm a modern day witch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pick a place to eat. Home or at a friend's. That's one. 
Olive Garden, Applebee's, a locally owned restaurant. I don't know why they gave brands, but there you are. <laughs> At a friend's house. I just realized this isn't what a kind of witch are you. It's are you a witch or not. And now I'm very afraid about my decision to pick a restaurant for the first question. <laughs> <laughs> um, pick a job. Doctor, florist, actor, singer. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Florist. Okay. Pick a familiar. A black cat, a raven, a golden retriever, or a turtle. A black cat. Yeah, obviously. I knew you were gonna pick that one. Oh baby. Would you like to see if you were a witch or not, Emma? I would. I have to go back because I could hear you. I was like, I could hear you be like, you're trying to rig this quiz because it has to be if I had to pick between being a florist or an actor. And I am an extremely dramatic lady. Um, but I, you <laughs> said florist and I was just thinking about every fanfic AU I've ever read where it's like, so-and-so runs a flower shop. And I was like, I want yeah. that to be me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do bouquets <laughs> for weddings. I get that. <laughs> So tell me if I'm a okay, witch or not. I'm your very results. Worried. Everyone on the edge of their seat, is Emma a witch or not? You are a witch, Emma. <laughs> That's nice. Does it tell me any does it offer any insights into my soul? Like the best yes, that these witches do? Ever notice supernatural things happening around you? That's because you're a witch. If you don't want to be a witch, well, you were definitely one in the past life. That can't be helped. No, that there can't are be supernatural things happening Might... in my neighborhood that I just don't acknowledge on a regular basis. <laughs> Might as well embrace the magic inside you. So you are a witch. Good job. Excellent. Good job. Maybe it's and... time to go stand on a street corner at 1 a.m. We'll find out on Sunday. And now the next quiz and last quiz is which witch are you? Ooh. 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 Okay. So pick a companion. Black cat. Monkey, my sisters, owl, or snake? A black cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I could have picked that one for you. <laughs> I, was like, I, know I might have said sisters. I do talk about her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a mode of transportation. Now this one, okay. Um, I'll tell you my qualms, qualms with these. Magic, broom, portals, bike, magical car. Okay, most of those are magic. <laughs> those are all but... magical items. So I think they mean like, bing! okay, so it was magic, broom, portal, magical car, and bike. Bike. Magical car. Okay. It's magic, so it doesn't use gas. Pick a potion to brew. A love potion, strength potion, mm -hmm. potion for revenge. Youth potion, truth serum. A youth potion. Because I don't want to mess with any of those other things. I don't want to mess with love. I don't want to mess with revenge. I don't want to mess with truth. I don't need to know people's business. Youth Pick potion. a hat. A classic black hat, like with the, like a witch's hat. A flower yeah. crown. A beret. Yeah. A mm -hmm. birdcage. Or a hood. A witch's hat. And lastly... Pick a place to live. A cabin, a haunted house, a cute cottage, a modern apartment, 
or a castle? A cute cottage. Okay. Okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ooh, I did not anticipate that. Oh, okay. What does, it, what does it say about me? What does it say about me? You're cute, sympathetic, and funny. People say you look True. young for your age. Little do they know yeah. you're an immortal witch. I also took this quiz and I ended up getting Marie Lavu from American Horror Story. So I don't know what that means about me. I don't, I don't know. I (laughs) I have no answers for you there. (laughs) But yes, you are a witch and you are Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Congratulations, Emma. exciting. Who's it showing? Is it Melissa Joan Hart or Kiernan Shipka? It's the one that I recognize. Like the new one or the 90s one? The 90s one. Yay! No offense to Kirin and Shipka, but yay! Yay! <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so I thanks for being the quiz. And also, thanks everyone for following us this month for Not So Spooky October. So and I love how the name of this has changed to that now. <laughs> <laughs> many, many times. I know we're like, Spooky October, and we're like, that's a lie. We will never lie to you intentionally. I will probably forget things several times. Um... <laughs> But thank you so much for listening. We'll be back to our regular bi-weekly schedule uh, in November. And it's my pick. And I already know what I have in mind. Um, And our next episode will come out on November 10th. Yes. Um, And we will, yeah, we'll be going back to doing it every two weeks. And I'm excited to see, because like we were saying, we have recorded these in advance. And so when these come out, I don't know what the world's going to be like. 2020, I don't. Who knows what life will be like? But I oh, hope. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry. Okay, our next episode's coming out after the election. Is it? Yeah, because the okay, the elections on November third. Well, thank well, thank you so much for listening. You can Godspeed, everyone. Tumblr at Hiho Podcast. <laughs> That's H Y H O Podcast. You can email us at Hiho Podcast at gmail dot com. You can also follow us on Spotify, where we post monthly playlists that are just to our whims. Sometimes they have a theme, sometimes they don't, but it's what we're listening to and what we want to share with you. Uh, wow, I think I didn't actually forget anything that time. I said everything I was supposed to say. I'm proud of you, darling. You did it. Um, it only took me eight months. <laughs> oh, also, like, comment, subscribe on... Damn it! <laughs> so, uh, like, rate, subscribe, and review at, on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcaster of choice is. We think it would be neat. I can't stop laughing of how you change your voice so much. You're like, oh, damn it! Actually, yes. Hello, everyone. This is my professional voice. <laughs> I'm a professional businesswoman. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And as a professional business woman, you should know this, that you should like what you like because your opinion is valid. As long as it's the same as mine. And for the last time, happy Halloween! <laughs> Stay safe, everybody! <laughs> Wear a mask! The spooky kind! The safe kind! Stay inside! Eat candy! Bye! <laughs>